From Knott's Berry Farm in Buena Park, California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 302 for the week of June 12, 2014. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Mary Jo Malata-Willie and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, our listener Chris returns with the trip report from his solo trip and Tony has a review of the brunch right here at Knott's Berry Farm. All that plus this week's news, roundtable rapid fire, and who knows what else on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello team. Hi. Hello. So we are here hiding out at Nutsbury Farm. We can't tell you where. It's an undisclosed location. Um, we are here for Coasting for Kids. We are having a great time uh, raising lots of money for Give Kids the World. Our total, we beat last year by $1,525. We raised $7,000 for Give Kids the World. Awesome. It, it is an awesome time here. We are having a great time on the Jaguar. I uh, want to give away some prizes. Our top f- fundraiser on Team West was Mike Demopoulos. He rode at Valley Fair. Our top fundraiser for Team East is Khalil Strum, and she rode at Carowinds. Uh, we're also giving away a couple other prizes for our next three uh, fundraisers. That goes to Chris Clark from Dorney, Dorney Park, Amy Farkas from Cedar Point, and David Van Cleve from right here at Knott's Berry Farm. Um, what's your favorite thing so far about Coasting for Kids, Marja? The camaraderie, I believe. It's been, you know, you can ride a coaster so many times, but actually meeting, so we had a nice group from the Dizzers this time around. And just talking with them and chatting with them and getting to know them has been a lot of fun. Christy and I were talking about how much fun we're having um, just enjoying the time with everybody else. Excellent. Yeah, this is your first time, Tony. What, what are your thoughts so far? I'm not going to be as uh, beautiful as Mary Jo here and say I like the fact that I can just keep riding the ride and don't have to wait in line, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. Nice. So we had a great lunch uh, provided by Knott's Berry Farm, some some of Mrs. Knott's chicken. Uh, if you listened to... The interview I did with um, Kaylee Rodriguez from Give Kids the World and Brian Edwards from Cedar Point. Uh, Brian told a story about how Coasting for Kids came to be. Um, Him and a buddy were talking at lunch one day and one thing led to another and Coasting for Kids was born. So we have a a guy here, a volunteer from Give Kids the World. His name's Scott. And he's, you know, helping us out and kicking us to locations, making sure our lunch is ready. So I'm talking to Scott about, about you know, what he, what's his role at, um, Cedar, at, at Give Kids the World. And he's like, oh, no, I'm just a volunteer. I work at a local news station in Orlando. He's like, but, you know, my, my buddy and I were sitting at lunch one day talking about how we could... Um, ass- Connect, connect um, roller coasters to raising money and what a good fundraiser, you know, good charity would be. And, you know, that's how uh, Coasting for Kids came to be. So you're saying that the guy you interviewed when he was talking about sitting there with his friend was Scott, who's with us today. 
That's correct. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so now I've I've Full gotten circle, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like how how could that you know happen? You know, so. It was funny. Um, so go back and listen to that interview, and you can get the full, the full story from Brian. But we are having a great time. We got a couple more hours here at Knott's Berry Farm, but we'll talk about some other things going on in the Disney World. Um, we talked last week about the Star Wars Half Marathon. Have do you have any thoughts, Tony? Okay, so I've discussed a lot about how Disney's outpriced me for half marathons, and I'm out of shape, but. Um, the Star Wars one makes me somewhat interested, just because it's a different theme and it's not princessy and all that. I still don't know if I'm going to do it because of the price, and it'll probably be sold out when I finally get off my butt to make a decision. But the theme is something that I, I, I'm really intrigued by. So would you go as C-3PO this time, Tony? Um, it might ruin my time if I'm in hot metal. I mean, really, if I wear any metal, it's kind of hot. But um, I don't know if I would dress up. Maybe I'll dress up like Leia with the Jabba thing, with the bikini and the chain. Sure. Yeah, you no, can. We'll take donations for that. Okay. To... Wait, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. I can no. already see it no, happening. No, so no, you're no. Right? no, no. This is no That's, fundraiser. Me as Leia. Yes. No, I'm not wearing a bikini with chains. Should we change the subject? Well, at least I'm not going to do that in public. Okay, cool. But, um, no, I think the theme is really interesting, and I was actually talking to someone at work who knows my anti-Disney running because of the price thing, and I went, well, I don't know. That sounds kind of exciting. So the only thing, though, is for Star Wars people is it's going to be too cheesy. Right. Like... There's that whole Star Wars should be sacred. and They kind of take it seriously, don't they? Yeah, and so... I don't know if I want to see Darth Vader in running shorts. Like, I know he's kind of been was it caricaturized as this kind of almost silly figure now, but he's also supposed to be, like, the most evil guy there is. So, um, but I am intrigued by it, and I'm interested. Again, though, here's my problem. I'm going to keep talking about it, is that it's great the first two miles and the last two miles. But the rest of it, you're running in Anaheim, like Surface Streets, Anaheim, and I don't know if that's really worth that price. Right. I, I'm considering doing the 10K just because it's, even though it's $100, which is a lot for a 10K, because then it's a 10K, who cares about the time, and then I can get my pictures taken with the stormtroopers and stuff while I'm running. So I'm considering that. But I still think, as I always say, that the Disney races are too expensive. But I like the fact that they're doing a race in June, January. Where when that's right around when they used to do the um yeah Tinkerbell Tinkerbell and then it's a different I like that it's a different theme and maybe it'll be some different people nice Um, other news this week we found out that Six Flags Magic Mountain is closing the Colossus as of August sixteenth what what was your reaction boo why you say that well I remember when the Colossus opened up and it's such a classic um, wooden roller coaster. And when you drive past Magic Mountain, it's such an icon of the park. So I think it's a shame that they're getting rid of such a fantastic ride over there. Plus, riding it backwards is fun and everything else. Have you, they have, and they have, that ride has everything. It has the dips, the bunny hops. It has everything to go for it. So I'm just really sad. So I saw Mary Jo stopped herself asking, have you, thinking, oh, no, Tony's never ridden that because he's a wimp. <laughs> I have ridden Colossus, and I did enjoy it because I like the wooden roller coasters better, even though I'm kind of a wimp at a lot of roller coasters. 
I don't have a big soft spot for it, because first of all, it's Six Flags. But remember, this is the same discussion we always have with Disney things being more Pixar-related. You have to keep updating, or no one's going to go. And the kids of today, gosh, I'm sounding like an old guy, but they that's probably not appealing to them. You know, I mean, it might be too tame. What's interesting is I was talking to my son and he said he doesn't like wooden roller coasters because they're too rickety and he likes the smoothness of the upside downs and all that. And so it's part of the circle of life of amusement parks. (sighs) Where they say that Disneyland is never complete. Yeah, but this is the other park. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see what else we have. Housekeeping. I just want to mention that we are still looking for another guest. We have our trip report from Chris this week. We're looking for another guest, another listener to help out in the summer months. So if you are interested in having the Disney 9 team help you plan your trip, email me, Tom, at wdwinfo.com, and we can get you on the show. Real quickly, I want to mention I talked to Dave Avanzino the other day. He is involved with the... Musical Theater of Orange County. He is actually creating the sets for Tarzan, which is premiering July 18th at the El Dorado High School in Theater in uh, Placentia. Oh, that's right down the street. So, and actually, he's appearing in the show also. He's really, yeah. So he's playing. I think he's playing Jane Porter's father or something like that. So uh, we'll have more information from him, and we'll put links to the show notes. But I, I he mentioned that, and so I wanted to. To throw that out there. Okay, so explain the relationship with the high school. I have no idea. It's just a brand new theater, I believe. They just um, redid the redid the theater there. And they're getting this kind of. They're getting this kind of. Well, it's, it's no, it's the musical theater of Orange County is is oh, putting well, on putting doing on. It there. Correct. Okay. They're doing it at, at the high school. <clears throat> okay, I was like Andrew, you have to go to that high school. Yeah, exactly. Huh? Well, and I think that Dave Alvincino is probably. Um, Supporting his local, the local schools, right? Because he lives in the area. Exactly, exactly. Um, we, uh, the Orlando show, talked a little bit about some attendance figures that came out in the last week or so, and I just wanted to get the Disneyland team's thoughts on this. Uh, Disneyland went up what one point five percent? Is that right? One point. I have the list in front of me. One point five percent. Disney California Adventure in the full, first full year of Cars Land went up 9.5%. And then, of course, as expected, there's really no surprises in this list. Uh, as expected, SeaWorld went down 3%. SeaWorld San Diego. Uh, what was th- and Did what- they have like, a comparison between SeaWorld San Diego and Orlando? Orlando Which one? Or- Orlando went down 5%, and San Diego went down 3%. Yeah. Um, looking at the, and yeah, I'm looking at uh, no, just North America to, to get some of the other theme parks in here. Uh, Fed, Six Flags Magic Mountain went up 3.5 percent. Uh, our Knott's Berry Farm, where we're at now, went up 5 percent, which is good. That's very good. Well, you know they've done so much. They, I think they in, they renovated Camp Snoopy, and we just walked through it, and that place was pretty busy with a bunch of families over there. And uh, and the other number that I want to uh, point out is Universal Studios Hollywood uh, went up 4%. So that's not a big jump. I think Knott's going up 5% is a... I don't think it's theming. I don't think it's anything other than 
price? The price, it's a good value. That being said, after being here, I'll be the one that'll talk about the elephant in the room. It's no Disney. No. There's things that need to be painted. There's things in bathrooms that you would never see at Disney in terms of writing of locals. If you, I'll just leave it at that. Um, but you're also getting such it's such a reduced rate compared to Disney. I think that's why it's up five percent well, because this. I think it corresponds with the raising of prices, not the most recent one, to the point where people can't, locals are having to choose. Also, I don't know if it's just a coincidence, but wasn't it just the beginning of the year that Billy Hill and the Hillbilly started here? And yeah, these are, these are 2013 figures, though. Oh, uh, okay, well, maybe in anticipation of <laughs> Billy Hill and the Hillbilly. Yeah, that's it, that's it, yeah. Uh, I, I think enough listeners listen to the podcast. They knew it was going to happen, so they went ahead and pre-purchased their 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 passes. There was one other figure that Tony had that he was wanted to mention. Oh, that um, of course I don't know the exact figure now, but the um, S- California Science Center in Los Angeles went up a certain amount of percent. As I'm scrolling on my phone to find a significant percent, a significant percent, and that's that was because. From my research, that's just my brain. Your crack uh, research. Yeah, is because of the space shuttle being there. Yeah, that's a definite. The Endeavor being over there has a lot to do with it. And and my and kind of my point of that is, a one good attraction can make a difference. And here, even though they don't make any money off of it, but they went up significantly. And it coincided exactly when you get the space shuttle. I know not. There's there's no space shuttles to be put everywhere. But something like a Star Wars land or something like one great ride can increase attendance. Yeah. Obviously, we saw that with Cars Land. Yeah, it can generate enough interest, right, so that more people will want to go there. I also just want to mention that next week we will have a full review of Camp Snoopy. Uh, Nancy's going to bring her girls out here on the, this weekend and also of the new, mine, uh, new Calico Mine Ride. So I, 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 we'll both get a look at that this coming week one thing interesting if we want to talk about um, because it's Southern California water parks that you noticed that um, kind of the famous water park in this area is called Raging Waters Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures Excellent Um, they were down 5.6% and Soak City was up 5.1% interesting and Soak City is the park that's affiliated with Knott's it's right across the street and it is included in most of the passes so again, you're seeing that um, Knotts is slowly but surely increasing more and more. And I, again, I think it's the value. I also think it's the proximity because it's so it's so accessible. Mm-hmm. I think Raging Waters is way better. I mean, I, that's a fantastic water park, right? But it you it's a it's, it's not close. It's not easy to get to, and there's nothing there but Raging Waters. Right. I think we kind of glossed over the fact that SeaWorld, despite all the new things that they're adding, went down in both parks. Yeah. I don't well, no, but with Blackfish, it's, it's kind of... Well, I know, but saying that they've invested money to increase attendance, and that's not PR is hurting it more. And it's funny, because I was talking to my son Andrew, and he said he was 
his dad's son, but um, he's like, oh, I don't care. I just want to see Shamu jump through the hoop. But all my friends don't want to go anymore, especially the girls in his class. Where, what's funny, and I don't want to, I'm probably going to get letters from being sex or whatever, but it seems like SeaWorld and then, oh, cute dolphins and stuff, maybe little girls might be more, like, interested. I don't know, whatever. Email me. But that's the group that he said, and this is just research from his class, they're like, no way we're ever going to SeaWorld again. And so I don't know how they're going to combat that. I saw, you know, we're at a local motel this weekend, and on TV there was a commercial for SeaWorld talking to their, you know, their, their, some of their trainers and stuff doing basically PR, trying to reverse some of this. Well, go ahead. Well, I don't know. What's interesting is they keep put, they've put in rides and things like that. I think they need to focus more on... It being, especially in San Diego, where it's California and you have more of a left-leaning population, we are a very blue state, um, that you might, they need to focus more on the rides and the water park and, but I don't know, I'm, I, I'm really curious to see when this trend will stop. Because right. it will stop. if it will stop, because SeaWorld just put it's their 50th anniversary. Then they put in a new, they put a new ride, new water park, and say like they put all this stuff. And then to see that, I'd be scared if I was them. Well, and I, I'm, I'm actually surprised that it only went down three percent here because we don't have the big roller coasters that Orlando does. But then again, they also didn't they do more out here? Like, well, they have the 50th anniversary. They added more stuff, so maybe. That's even worse because they added they added Turtle Reef. Wait, I should know. I do it on the rapid fire all the time. They've added a lot, so maybe it's maybe it's they actually you know when you raise the price before you put it on sale kind of thing. Like they they got their bump, but they still got hurt even despite that. Right, right. Um, anything else we want to talk about today? No? Good. Okay. Um, we are kind of playing last and fast and loose here. I uh, just want to mention, if you want any links to anything we talk about and anything we usually talk about, uh, that's at disunplug.com. If you want to email us, you can email us at dlpodcast at www.info.com. We'll be back to normal. What? I'm sorry. Go ahead. We need to promote everybody needs to give more money to give kids the world. They all do. Yes, we have our, our Arizona meet coming up October 24th through the 26th of this year. Uh, meets all over the country. Be sure to check that out on the boards. Uh, what was I going to say? Disunplug.com. That's where links to anything we talk about. Email us, dlpodcast at com. Uh, we appreciate you listening. We will be back to normal next week. Uh, be sure to listen to all our other shows. That is going to do it for this segment of the Dis Unplugged. Remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.